Welcome to the Thriving in the Kingdom podcast with me, Vincent Kodongo. This is a place where you learn how to function in the kingdom of heaven with optimal fruitfulness through the application of its timeless principles contained in scripture. We've been speaking about prayer in the last few episodes. And the last uh, episode we spoke about uh, the discipline and practice of prayer. In today's episode, we're going to speak about how to pray effectively how to pray effectively. This will continue for a number of episodes. Huh? So when you're speaking about how to pray effectively, what do we mean? Uh, this is about a prayer that yields tangible results. <clears throat> that is a prayer that produces undeniable proofs of its impact. I'm sure you have had uh, uh, struggles in terms of uh, when you've been trying to pray about something, but it's not... Uh, it seems as though God is not answering and you wonder why. <clears throat> and so uh, within that context, uh, I'm going to be explaining uh, through several episodes uh, the principles of scripture that warrant uh, and guarantee uh, answers to prayer. Uh, so it's about praying in a manner that, res- that results in answers. Effective praying is about uh, praying in a manner that results in answers. Uh, some prayers uh, are just religious but have no effect in the spiritual realm. For example, sometimes people just uh, pick books and uh, religiously uh, uh, repeat, recite the prayers. So it's a, they have made uh, our faith to be a religion that you, you adhere, adhere to that, uh, and, and you follow ritualistic practices. Those kind of prayers will not make a difference in your life huh? <clears throat> because we are dealing with a spiritual realm where there are real issues, uh, including the opposition from the kingdom of darkness. You will not deal with them by by uh, merely reciting things you know, that have been written by men. So the first uh, uh, principle that you need to, to, to understand about prayer uh, in order to pray effectively is that prayer uh, that, 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 that prayer should be made in accordance with the will of God that you should pray in accordance with the will of God prayer should be made in accordance with the will of God and we see that from uh, this from scripture in 1st John chapter 5 verse 14 and 15 this is what the scripture says, says this is the confidence we have in approaching God that if we ask if we ask anything according to his will he hears us and if we know that he hears us whatever we ask we know that we have uh, we know that we know that we have what we asked of him so the scriptures are very clear there that's first john chapter 5 verse 14 and 15 <clears throat> that when we ask god anything according to his will those are the specific words used he hears us so our prayers, for our prayers to be effective, they have to be in accordance with the will of God. So, so, so it's not merely about what we want, uh, uh, but about the fulfillment of God's will. Because God is committed to his will, not primarily to our desires of please. Our desires have to be consistent with the will of God. You probably had... Uh, uh, the people quote this uh, uh, verse in Psalms chapter 37 verse 4 that, that uh, delight in the Lord and, you'll de- and, and he will uh, give you the desires of your heart. Part of the delighting in the Lord is, uh, is uh, obeying his will. So it's not just any kind of desires. The desires have to be consistent 
with his will <clears throat> and you know that uh, god is the sovereign lord he's not just anybody he's not just a friend you're asking something huh? he's somebody who has authority over us uh, in the kingdom huh? and you know in a kingdom the word of the king is law uh, in a democracy we vote uh, 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 members of parliament and members of parliament uh, debate and they vote on uh, 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 the development of law, the, of legislation uh, but in the kingdom in a, any kingdom uh, the typical kingdom the king is the one who decides what the law is in the modern day we have uh, a modification of the ancient kingdoms but when we go back to the scripture we'll see the, the depictions of how kingdoms operated and, and uh, above all this there's the original kingdom which is the kingdom of heaven so the word of god is there uh, the will of god and the word of god <clears throat> in every sense expressed uh, is law so god operates according to his will his word the scripture says uh, uh, as part of the Lord's Prayer that what we call the Lord's Prayer that Jesus gave us as a pattern, not something to just copy and recite, uh, but as a pattern. They will do nothing wrong with reciting it, but uh, uh, praying it, uh, not reciting, but praying it. But Jesus did not, was not telling his disciples to recite this prayer every time. He was telling them to pray according to the, the pattern of this prayer, the principles of this prayer. So in Matthew chapter 6, uh, uh, from verse uh, nine, uh, that's verse nine and ten. The scripture says, "This is then how you should pray: Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. <clears throat> your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven." So you realize, <clears throat> in heaven, every word, every creature that has been created by God, every creature that has, that has its source from God, uh, obeys the Lord. And the reason why Lucifer, uh, one of the reasons why Lucifer was cast out of heaven is because he, he, he led a rebellion against God. Because remember I said that in a kingdom, the word of the king is law. So the king has absolute authority, absolute sovereign, sovereignty. So, uh, so, so the will of God prevails in heaven. Eh? That's why when we pray in verse 10 of Matthew chapter 6, it's saying that uh, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You see? So our prayers ought to be in accordance with the will of God if they should be, should be, should be answered. And, and Jesus gave us the pattern that pray in this manner how that the will of God will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So when you're praying about your issue, you have to ask yourself, is this consistent with the will of God? And the will of God, how do you find out the will of God? The will of God is expressed in the Bible. That's the written word of God the one that is inspired by the Holy Spirit. Uh, to understand it, we must study and interpret the scriptures correctly. It's not just about studying, because sometimes you can cherry-pick scriptures uh, that you want to use, uh, or you can misinterpret them, and then you quote them, or maybe you're writing a prayer list and you want people to pray according to that. Then you might decide you might decide to, to, to use your own uh, sort of... Uh, a, a, a combination of scriptures uh, in order to fit what you want. I remember that scripture can be manipulated and we see this from the temptations of Jesus in Luke chapter uh, 4 
uh, where I find that Satan was using the principles of scripture to try and manipulate uh, Jesus. So you can try to manipulate God using uh, uh, scriptures in a twisted fashion. Uh, but here we are talking about understanding. You, you go through the scriptures and understand the understanding them concerning the matter you are praying for. And then you interpret them correctly. And based on that, there are things you should apply and things you should pray about. Otherwise, you'll be praying amiss. Instead of asking people what they think about what you are praying for, find out what God has said in his, in, about it in his word and stick with it. Don't argue with it because the word of the king is law. You may seek further understanding uh, with the help of uh, God and other people who are ministers to explain to you. And that's why I have podcasts like this. Huh? Uh, but it's not about arguing. It's about seeking to understand. Once you understand, then you do what you need to do and pray according to the written, uh, the will of God. An example of this is, is uh, about uh, the salvation of souls. You wonder why, why, uh, whether does God want everybody to get uh, to accept Jesus Christ as personal Savior, or has He decided some people will not enter uh, uh, the kingdom? Uh? The the Scripture said this in in First Timothy chapter one verse two to four. It says, "I urge then, first of all, that requests, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving." be made for everyone, for kings and all those in authority, that we may live in peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. This is good and pleases God our Savior, who wants all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. So you see, the scriptures say in verse 3 that, that when you pray for kings and authority and there will be peace, he says it is good. Why? Because it and it pleases God, our Savior. Then he says, verse 4, who wants all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth? So it is the will of God that everybody should that the gospel should be preached to everybody, to all nations, to everybody, in every language and culture, and that they come to the knowledge of, of the truth. So if you have somebody within your family that you have been praying for and you're seeing as if they're not accepting Jesus Christ or you have somebody in your office or somebody in other places, uh, uh, some other people in, in countries that maybe they have never heard the gospel. Uh, and you should not just think that uh, God did not plan for them to get to accept Jesus. No, the Bible has already said, I said the will of God is primarily found in, uh, is, is, uh, the, the word of God is uh, the embodiment of the will of God, of the mind of God about any particular matter. Uh, so when you're thinking about salvation of souls, the scriptures are already said, so pray. Uh, basing your 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 prayer on on the will of God that all men shall be saved, so all people in your family should accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. All the people in your office, all the people in your neighborhood, should accept Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. Uh, the Holy Spirit guides and helps us to understand more specific aspects of the will of God within the boundaries of Scripture. He will never direct us towards something that is contrary to the principles of the written word. You see, the Holy Spirit is the one who inspired uh, the human authors to write scripture. So he will never uh, 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 tell you anything that is inconsistent with scripture. So if you want to know that something is not consistent with the will of God, just weigh it within the context of the principles of scripture with proper interpretation of scripture. Then you, if you find it's inconsistent, that you know that is not the will of God and that is not the Holy Spirit directing you. So uh, uh, the point here is this, is that... Uh, is that the Holy Spirit uh, 
uh, guides and helps us to understand more specific aspects of the will of God. Uh, and, and this is, for example, uh, uh, maybe before that I can just uh, show you from Scripture what uh, what the Scriptures say about uh, uh, the Holy Spirit and, uh, and the will of God. Uh. So in John chapter 16, John chapter 16, verse, uh, uh, verse from verse 12 to 15, this is what the Bible says. Uh. It says, uh, I have much more. This is Jesus speaking. Eh? He says uh, uh, to his disciples, uh, I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear. Uh, but when he, the spirit of truth, that's the Holy Spirit, uh, comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears and he will tell you what is yet to come. He will bring glory to me by taking from what is mine and making it known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said the Spirit will take from what is mine and make it known to you. So the Holy Spirit guides you according to the, what is in the mind of God, what, what the written word, and also uh, gives you more specific dimensions. Like Jesus was telling his disciples that there are more things we would have told them, but they cannot be able to handle. Uh, but the Holy Spirit will come and will lead us into all truth, into deeper dimensions of truth. And uh, this, this beyond just uh, the issue of uh, understanding deeper dimensions of Scripture, it's also even about guiding us in specific decisions. For example, you may get a, an impression that your purpose has to do with uh, uh, helping. Uh, we know that from the Scriptures you are expected to help the weak and the poor and the people who are uh, 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 aliens uh, and uh, those kind of people. But you may not be you may not be sure. Uh, uh, you may be thinking about uh, the kind of resources that you have or that that God begins to release to you, and you think that you have such a broad uh, scope of things, uh, and maybe you are wired for a specific group. So sometimes, if you are not able to discern it, uh, then as you pray over time you may find and even sometimes even if you it's not based or if it's not started from prayer but but mainly as you pray the holy spirit may give you the direction and tell you that you should target uh, women uh, who maybe are single parents or it may be uh, uh, the holy spirit may direct you to target orphans so you'll know that uh, in terms of my my desire to be able to help the poor to help the weak that my target will be orphans and somebody else's target will be widows another person's target will be single parents who are not able to uh, meet their needs huh? see another person's target will be aliens refugees see so you may take all of them but maybe as you pray the holy spirit will clarify to you the specific aspects of your assignment huh? you may desire to 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 make a difference in society uh, but the society is so big. There are so many problems in the world and broad scopes. Huh? Uh, so there are things you can solve by, by in the business world. There are things you can solve through government. There are things you can solve through the media. And there are things you can solve uh, through the education sector. Uh, things you can solve through church, serving in church and uh, being a leader in that concept. So the thing is that as you pray, even though all these things are within the will of God, according to scriptures, uh, they are part of the king, they are, they, are, they, are, they are within the parameters of the kingdom influence, uh, the Holy Spirit is able to give you specific direction uh, on which area, within the boundaries of scripture, on which area you need to have influence, on which area for you, you are going to, to ensure that the kingdom of God comes and his will is done in that area. So 
That's the dimension of uh, the will of God as relates to the Holy Spirit giving us more specific aspects. Huh? So your prayers, uh, once you have uh, an impression that that's where God is leading you, therefore, then your prayers should be aligned with that. Huh? Because maybe uh, the other uh, other people, what other people are doing, if you try to do it, you'll find it more difficult. Because God has, has a more specific, uh, uh, has a more specific assignment uh, for you. And you, and, we, and and you you realize that, for example, among the apostles, uh, you find that uh, you'd find that uh, uh, they are that generally most, all of the apostles were they were start, the church was start, started uh, in uh, in the Jerusalem, then he went to Judea and Samaria, and eventually to the ends of the earth. Uh, but you find like even though uh, Jesus uh, uh, Jesus uh, commissioning uh, was that the church was supposed to minister to the whole world, what you find is that he assigned different people different aspects of this assignment so that somebody like Paul was called to be a minister to the Gentiles, an apostle to the Gentiles, to the other nations. And the scripture says this in Galatians chapter 2, in Galatians chapter 2, verse we can start from verse uh, 6. It says, As for those who seemed to be important, whatever they were, they, they were makes no difference to me. God does not judge by external appearance. Those men added nothing to my message. On the contrary, they saw that I had been entrusted with the task of preaching the gospel to the Gentiles, just as Peter had been to the Jews. For God, who was at work in the ministry of Peter, as the apostle to as an apostle to the Jews was also at work in my ministry as an apostle to the Gentiles. So you see, they are both apostles, and the apostles' work is cut out in Scripture, is defined and explained in Scripture uh, or depicted in Scripture. Uh, uh, but but for uh, the Peter and the other many of the other apostles, their focus was on the Jews according to God's will. So in the same way. Uh, even though Paul was an apostle, his focus was not supposed to be where the, the jurisdiction of Peter, according as assigned by God. It was supposed to be the Gentiles. So it was not for Peter to go to the Gentiles and to the many nations that Paul went. It's God who assigned Peter uh, the assignment of of uh, uh, executing his will to the Gentiles. Huh? Yeah. So, so prayer should be according to the will of God. So, so if Paul was praying about making prayers about uh, praying, ministering to the Jews, he will be inconsistent within the jurisdiction that Peter was assigned. He will be in con- praying inconsistent with the will of God, even though it's the will of God that all men may be saved. Uh, and if Peter was also praying that uh, God will open the door for him to go and preach to other places uh, that Paul was supposed to go, he will be praying inconsistent with the will of God, even though the written word has already said that. Uh, that uh, uh, the gospel is for all nations. Uh, so so there may be specific instructions for you within the boundaries of the word of God, uh, specific instructions for what uh, by the Holy Spirit as to what exactly is his will for you or for somebody else. The, the second point about uh, how to pray effectively uh, is that your prayers must be backed by obedience to the Lord. Your prayers must be backed by obedience to the Lord. This is obedience to the scriptures, obedience to instructions by the Holy Spirit, as I've explained in the first pointer, uh, which was that your prayers could be according to the will of God. 
whether it's written in scripture or by directed by the Holy Spirit, more specifically within the boundaries of scriptures. Eh? So your prayers must be backed by obedience to the Lord. The scripture says in Proverbs uh, 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 28 verse 9, chapter 28 verse 9, it says, If anyone turns a, a deaf ear to the law, even his prayers are detestable. If anyone turns a deaf ear to the law, even his prayers are, de are detestable. The K King James Version says, One who turns away his ear from hearing the law, even his prayer shall be an abomination. See, I imagine an abomination, something detestable. And here, uh, for our sake, uh, because you know that there was a read the law of Moses in the Old Testament, uh, we speak about... Uh, 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 Christ having come uh, and, and uh, uh, abolished the legalistic requirements of the law. You know, he came to fulfill the law, but the legalistic requirement of the law that could make you have righteousness by doing those legal by legalism, uh, they were abolished. Uh, you know, they, they were. Let me say they were they, that he, he he dealt with them in the in the in the cross, and he explains that in uh, Paul explains that in Colossians in the letter to the Colossians chapter two. Yeah. So so the thing is is that uh, that does not mean that we shouldn't obey the word of God, huh? you see, because now the law, when you're speaking about, you're speaking about spiritual law. So we are speaking about the principles of scripture as reconciled in Christ, you know, uh, uh, with the law, within the law of the love, because it says, summarize the law into two two things. Huh? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and love your neighbors, you love yourself. So everything falls within that that thing and every instruction is made from a point of the love, love of love expressing love for god and love for humanity yeah? uh, so so the word of god still apply for us from the old testament from the new testament but not the legalistic uh, dimensions of it that were uh, used as a way to rationalize because christ is our rationalist we are the righteousness of god in christ jesus as the scriptures say so 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 the word of god we're speaking about spiritual law here so if you disobey the law of god the spiritual law if you disobey the law of the word of god huh, then your prayers are detestable yeah according to proverbs 28 9 reconciled with the new testament reality so obedience is about submission to God's authority. Because remember, God is a king of kings. He's an everlasting king. And we say that in a kingdom, the word of the king is law. So when you when God gives you an instruction uh, and you don't obey, is because it's you are, you are rebellious to his authority. You are not submitting to his authority. Because obedience is about submission to authority. Uh, one, 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 script, uh, one minister, I think, is called Biodon Fatoyinbo. Uh, for Toyimbo, yeah, of uh, a church called uh, uh, Commonwealth of Zion Assembly, yeah, uh, based in Nigeria. He said uh, he made a very interesting statement. He says that if God tells you to do something and you don't don't do it, uh, it's because you don't know who is talking to you. Yeah? If God uh, asks you to do something and you don't do it, you fail to do it, it's because you don't know who is talking to you. Because God is the is the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the everlasting King, the the, the one who is above everything. Yeah? Uh, 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 and so as a king with all authority everybody else has authority that is delegated to them but all authority that is a legend comes from God so if God gives the instruction based on his uh, all encompassing authority and you refuse to obey you are you are you, you are you are disobedient you are rebellious yeah because obedience is about submission to god's authority when we refuse to submit to god's authority we suffer the consequences of rebellion huh? uh uh, the book of James chapter 4 verse 7 says, Submit yourself then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. 
So if you try to uh, uh, fight the kingdom of darkness without being in submission to God and to delegated authority, you will suffer from the battle, from the battle in the spiritual realm because you have refused to submit to authority. See? So, 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 so you have to submit to be, to be victorious in spiritual warfare uh, uh, and to be victorious in prayer generally. At, in spiritual warfare specifically here, in this context of James chapter 4 verse 7, you have to be submitted to God. You don't go independently on your own. You don't go and do things that God does not ask you to do. You will face the consequences because you are not submitted to God. You have decided to go on your own. Yeah? What we say in law that the plaintiff was on a frolic of his own. See, so you will suffer the concerns. So many, so many people have suffered that, uh, among other reasons for spiritual warfare, because they were not instructed to do that. And sometimes they're not instructed because you don't have the capacity yet. Or sometimes it's because it's not your assignment. And uh, an illustration of this, uh, of uh, <clears throat> the issue of a submission to the uh, 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 will of God uh, uh, in obedience. Uh, uh, to in order to back up your prices this uh, think about this that if you discern by the holy spirit that god is asking you to wait before acting on something but you are too impatient and decide to act on it your prayers will be fruitless because you are not aligned to what god is doing so maybe god may be asking for certain things to be put in place in the place where, where you want to in the, the area that you want to move into or the season you want to move into uh, or the thing you need to do or sometimes it's just working patient in you. He's working on your character, on your capacity, on your worldview, you know, and uh, preparing you, on preparing other people. If you move uh, and you pray, you're asking God to help you as you move, uh, you, are, you are acting presumptuously. God has not asked you to do it. So as you pray about that, God will not listen to that prayer because you are, you are not submitted to God in obedience. Huh? Similarly, if God is asking you to do to move from where you are, your comfort zone, uh, 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 by taking steps of faith uh, on a given matter, if you decide to stay in the same position, your prayer for change of circumstances will bear no fruit uh, because God has already asked you to move from where you are to, to something else uh, that he is doing uh, or that is leading you into. Uh, so the, the, the manifestation of what God wants to reveal is in your movement, in your taking the steps. Uh, then uh, God will not answer that prayer. So God will only act on when you start taking the steps uh, that he has directed you to take. And the thing is that the reality is that some people are still praying with no results uh, 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 for things that God is waiting for them to take action on in accordance with the principles of scripture. There are things, for example, there's sometimes when you take receive a prophetic work, the first step is after testing and verifying it's true uh, uh, and consistent with scripture. Uh, the thing is that you need to pray to bath the reality of that prophetic word uh, into the spiritual realm. As we have seen uh, in the pre previous episodes, how Daniel, when he found the scriptures, uh, uh, the prophetic word uh, from the scriptures uh, uh, about how Jeremiah said that, uh, by the word of the Lord, by the Holy Spirit, that uh, uh, after 70 years, uh, the Israelites will be released from Babylon. So he started praying based on that. You see, so so those are example, another illustrations about that. So uh, that's the, the first dimension. However, there's a dimension of taking step. If God says you're going to be, He's going to use you as a medical practitioner uh, uh, in a, in a, in maybe the World Health Organization, and you're going to help to change the world policy and become a very excellent uh, person in influencing, and you, you decide that. Uh, 
you're going to do some other course or you're going to not uh, uh, do anything about going to medicine and you just do your own thing you will not fulfill that because god is not going to move until you do that so maybe it's only when you begin studying medicine and you do well and the grace will be there for you to do perform well and you complete the medicine and you go into practice and uh, you take you begin taking a uh, 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 steps that are leading you to towards reaching the dimension where you can be employed, even applying because there's a system for acceptance you to applying for a position in the World Health Organization. That is when God will open the door. God will begin to do things for you to, to execute the assignment that he had for you in that dimension of World Health Organization. It's just an illustration. Huh? So you have to take the step huh? because I'm saying some people are waiting for God while God is waiting for them to take the steps. Huh? Because there are some things you're supposed to do and there are some things that God does. God does. God will not do what you're supposed to do. Some things God will do, act on, or will, will, will act and release uh, uh, things uh, to you when you take the steps that you're expected to take according to the principles of Scripture or as directed by the Holy Spirit. Uh, uh, so, 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 so there are things that uh, it may not be God keeping you. It's you who's not moving and yet God has re- already uh, released the word about the situation and God has already released their grace is available for, for, for the supernatural to manifest and for the fulfillment of the promise to you. Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 6, uh, the scripture says this, uh, verse 6 to 8, it says, The Lord our God said to us at Horeb, You have stayed long enough at this mountain. Break camp and advance into the hill country of the Amorites. Go to all the neighboring people in the Araba, in the mountains, in the western foothills, in the Negev, and along the coast to the land of the Canaanites and to Lebanon as far as the great river, uh, the, the Euphrates. See, I have given you this land. Go in and take possession of the land that the Lord swore he will give you, give your fathers to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and to their descendants after them. So you see, the thing is, uh, is uh, uh, they were staying in, a, in at Horeb, and God spoke to His servant Moses and told them. So He says, "You that you have stayed long enough at this mountain, break camp and advance into the hill country." See, so He's asking them to move from where they are because uh, they have stayed too long there. So God will require you to take certain steps. If you don't take, if the Israelites did not take those steps, they will not have taken possession of the land. And this time when Moses was speaking with them, they are just at the border. They are about to cross over. And so he's giving them and reminding them the instructions God told them about moving, moving through uh, the, the journey they were going through up to the place whereby they will cross over into the, into Canaan land, which they were led, later led, led on by Joshua. If they just stayed there and hoped some more God, God will not bring the land to them. And God will not just uh, somehow work some miracle. Miracle. The miracle is in uh, them taking the step. And as they went into battle, uh, God backed them up supernaturally, and they were able to dispossess nations larger and stronger than them. And and uh, with the cities that were mighty, they destroyed them because God with, was with them. So so there are steps you need to take in uh, uh, steps of obedience that you need to take uh, that uh, as you pr- that that, that uh, will make your prayer come to to. to to uh, uh, to fruition, what you are praying for come come to fruition. Huh? 
so so that's an illustration of how obedience affects affects uh, prayers and so if you if you if you are praying for something you have to be obedient to the principles of scripture obedience to instruction obedient to the instructions of the holy spirit uh, that will cause that prayer to be fulfilled because there are some things you are praying for god will not release until you take the steps of obedience the steps that are consistent with the principles of scripture an illustration from this is also another illustration from this is a uh, 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 is this that if you are praying is that if you are praying for a better marriage but you are not obedient to the biblical principle that we're talking about the same marriage eh? that your marriage is on the rocks or your marriage keeps shaking up eh? and you are praying about uh, the marriage eh? but you are not obedient to the principles of scripture uh, about marriage eh? biblical principles about marriage eh? your prayer will not be answered your prayer will not be answered eh? and this may even affect other prayers that you are praying eh? The scriptures say uh, uh, say this uh, in uh, uh, the scripture. The scriptures say this in First uh, Peter chapter three, verse. Uh, I can read from verse one uh, to seven. It says, uh, "Wives, in the same way, sub, uh, be submissive to your husbands, uh, so that if any of them do not believe the word, the word they may be won over without words by the behavior of their wives, when they see the purity and reverence of your lives." Uh, uh, and reverence there has to do with honor, you know, and respect, you know, uh, with, a, with a sense of a, a high regard of the person. Verse 3 says, Your beauty should not come uh, from outward adornment, such as braided hair and wearing gold uh, je- uh, jewelry and fine clothes. Instead, it should uh, be that of your inner self, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is of great worth in the God's sight. It's not saying you should wear those things. It's just saying your beauty, real beauty, should be from the inner self, you know, there where there's a gentle and quiet spirit, uh, which is of great worth in God's sight. This is speaking about God, God's sight, you know, not just the, the culture. For for this, this is the way the holy women of the past who put their hope in God used to, to make themselves beautiful. They were submissive to their own husbands, like Sarah, who obeyed Abraham and called, uh, called him her master. You, you are her daughters if you do what is right and do not give way to fear. We know that you are Abraham's seed through Christ. And therefore, for ladies in this case, they're saying, like, you are her daughters if you do what she was doing. Huh? You know, align yourself with what she was doing. Yeah. Uh, uh, then uh, that speaks to women. And then now in verse 7, it says, to speaks to husband. He says, Husbands, in the same way, be considerate as you live with your wives. Some version says, deal with them according to knowledge. See, so he said, be considerate. Uh, uh, and treat them with respect as the weaker partner. as And as heirs with you, that's co-heirs, as heirs with you of the gracious gift of life so that nothing will hinder your prayers. You see, it's very clear that speaking says that if husbands do not treat their wives in a considerate way uh, as uh, uh, co-heirs in the kingdom uh, with a sense of grace, you know, uh, 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 and, and with respect, uh, the Bible is speaking about respect there also, you see, then their prayers will be hindered. See, so if they do it, they say nothing will hinder their prayers. The inference is that if they don't do it, their prayers will be hindered. So if you, if you, both for wives and husband, you know, there is a role that God has given you. There are, there are more uh, explanations about the same principles in Ephesians chapter 5. Uh, 
uh, verse, uh, uh, from verse uh, uh, 22 to the end, uh, to 33. So it speaks about the issue of uh, submission and uh, loving the wives. Uh, you know, husbands, wives submitted to their husbands and having like the, the, their wives. You know, and uh, and another part of the scripture, and it speaks about sacrificial love from the husband. You know, as it speaks about the wife submitting to husbands in everything. You see, so the thing is, uh, it, it, the thing here is about uh, obedience to the scripture. So you can be praying. Uh, these are not the only principles about marriage. There are many other principles in the scripture, but that's just an, like, one of the examples that people find contentious. Huh? And this is not submission according to the the ancient times whereby our men lord it over the women. Huh? Our men oppress the women. It's not, no, no, like the Bible has already says that they are co-heirs huh? to, to life, you know, to the gift of life, to the gracious gift of life. Uh, and they are also co-heirs in Christ, you see, if they are born again. So, the thing is, that, so the scripture is saying, if you don't do that, and you are praying for your relationship to change, if you are a husband, uh, we have seen in First Peter chapter three, verse seven, that uh, your prayers will be hindered. See, so also, it's the same also for wife. If you if you rebel against the, your husband authority, your prayers will not be answered. God will not partner with you, because uh, God has already delegated the authority uh, over the family, over in to the husband. Uh, who is supposed to be submitted to the authority of Christ and act according to the way the scriptures has described. Uh, and so it's not that, isn't the, the, it's not that, that uh, if the husband does not uh, uh, love the wife, that they have, the wife should refuse to submit, or that if the wife does not uh, submit to the husband, the husband should refuse to love. It's not conditional. You see, that way they may, the way may, they may react. Huh? But here it's saying that uh, you follow God's command to you. It's, it's not conditional. The love is not conditional to submission, and submission is not conditional to love. It's just instructions for both, you know, about what should be done. And there is respect for both of them, according to the scriptures, as we've seen in First Peter chapter three, uh, chapter uh, three. So they should obey. In, if you want to see, if you are struggling with your relationship, and uh, it's not working, and you are not submitting within the boundaries of scripture because the only thing should be that if 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 uh, if your husband tells you to do something that is against the will of god you know that is against not against let me not let me say against the written word of god you know then you know that uh, that is not uh, consistent with the principles of scripture. and god will not give you directions that will violate the authority of your husband god will not tell you uh, leave this place and go to this other country you know or, or start this business and you're in undo ABCD. God will require you to work out and pray and resolve it and, and not do it until the heart of your husband is changed if he's refusing until the, as you pray you trust God for because God is the one who has authority over him to change their heart you know the same way for the for, for the wife that there's a way you need to treat the wife even though the wife may be difficult as a husband you need to still express this biblical standard of, of love if you want to see and so if you do that as a, in the marriage then the relationship is going to thrive according to the principles of scripture and the, the prayers will be answered sometimes the relationship will work even without prayers because you are obeying and some things will come to you because of uh, obedience not just in marriage but in every other things in your business in your uh, church you know and all that there are things that people are praying for but because they are not uh, obedient to the principles of scripture they are not going to to to, to, they're, they're not getting those things. For example, the scripture is saying, if you're if you're faithful with little, you'll be a, 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 a faithful with much. If you're dishonest with little, you'll be dishonest with much. So if you want to 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 uh, handle more, uh, then you pray 
for God to enhance your capacity. You start first and, and, and first of all by uh, being faithful with the little and producing the results with that little that God has given you, that little job, that little portfolio, the thing that you feel you need higher. Be faithful and produce the best of results and then God will at the appointed time uh, 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 give you much more, you see, uh, and trust you with much more. Otherwise, if you don't, then your prayers are not going to be answered. Uh, so, in conclusion, I want you to reflect on this point. How enlightened are you on what the scriptures say about the matter you have been praying about for a long time? Maybe you have been praying for something for a long time and it's not been answered. Uh, to what extent are you well versed with the principles of scripture over that matter? Because you may know only one or two verses or some things you had in church, but you have never gone back to study it yourself. So how involved, or are you even opposed to the principles of scripture, like the ones I've just been explaining about uh, taking steps or about marriage and family, uh, uh, and you're opposed to them, you see, because you don't know or because you disagree. See, the thing is that the word of the king is law, but the thing you have to go deeper and research the scriptures and find out why does God wants this, you know, and understand and then align yourself with them. So the question is that how, the reflection question is, how enlightened are you on what the scriptures say about the matter you have been praying about for a long time? And are your prayers aligned to these principles of scripture? If you are aware of them, at what extent are your prayers aligned to the principles of scripture? And to what extent are you obedient to these principles? Uh, so remember, the two points are for today are that uh, prayer, for prayer to be effective, that prayer has to be made in accordance with the will of God and that your prayers must be backed by obedience to the Lord if you have to see them answered. Huh? So if you have been blessed by this episode, I would like you to share the, the episode with uh, a friend or a family member or, or a colleague or, and also... You can also uh, share it on your social media platform or any other medium that you want to, to send it uh, through. Uh, and you can also give us feedback. Uh, maybe you have questions or you want to give us feedback by using the email address that is provided in the show notes or through the podcast platform from which you are listening to and all the social media accounts that uh, uh, so the social media uh, accounts that have been given, the profiles that have been given in the show notes. Huh? I pray for you that God will help you to understand his will from his scriptures and, and obey the same and also make your prayers to be in accordance with his with will uh, so that your prayers will be effective, they will be, they will, they will be successful on the platform of prayer and you will see answers. God bless you.